You may have heard of us, but you might not know Bank First is a community bank that has no fee ATM access, interest, and perks earning checking accounts. With online and mobile banking, mortgages for every stage of life, and modern business banking for businesses, small and big. We keep it all together to put you first. Do you bank with us? You should. Bank First is an equal housing lender and a member FDIC. Welcome to Out of Left Field, presented by Farm Bureau. I'm Bart Gregory, along with Charlie Winfield. Week two of the college football season now upon us as the dogs travel to Arizona. It'll be a late-night start on Saturday, 10 o'clock local time. 8 o'clock Pacific time is the kick out in Tucson. And, Charlie, you know, we kind of talked about it. It's going to be a late night, of course. We're going to have a three-hour pregame for our pregame show on Saturday without a postgame show. And so the weekend will change up a little bit for us. And just looking back at this past Saturday night's game, we talked about it on Sunday Coffee. Hey, uh, good win for State against the Memphis Tigers. How good is Memphis? I was trying to decide watching that. I can't tell if we just did to Memphis this year what we should have done a year ago or if Memphis is worse. Maybe it's both. Well, I don't think they're as good without the Austin guy. Well, they were 6-6 six and six last year. And, hey, we almost lost the season opener last year to La Tech, and they ended up you know, getting rid of their coach. You know, you see what I'm saying? I mean, they weren't like they were great. So what I'm saying is, is we have the potential to not play well. Well, we were, we were a weird team last yeah, year. We were a weird team we last year. We beat A&M. We beat Auburn. We lost nearly to lose to Louisiana Tech, and we lose to Memphis. We were we were strange. I don't think Memphis is that far off from where they were last year. Is this – well, I don't know. I still think that Calvin Austin guy made a real difference at receiver. But let me ask you this. Is this just a team – and just a program under Mike Leach that you just have to reevaluate every week. <laughs> Meaning, you know, like sometimes yeah, know. you kind of get hot week to, you know, and you can get on a run and you have a, a good month. I'm not sure this team is going to be one that is terribly streaky either way. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it kind of lends itself to overreaction. You know, we overreacted several times last year when we lost to Memphis, and then we probably overreacted. Oh, you think we overreacted to that? Maybe a little. Oh, man, I don't know. I don't know what reaction there is that's acceptable for losing that game other than to overreact. But then we overreacted when we beat Auburn, probably, wouldn't you say? And A&M? No, you got to spike the football on those, man. That's what I'm saying. I mean, we, <laughs> okay. you spike, you're the lowest. No, overreacting is LSU from two years ago. Oh, yeah. That's overreacting. I mean, I hope nobody listens to that going into this week's game. Yeah, so this week, I will say or this. Next I week's. am not overreacting either way to the Memphis win. It's a win, and you move on. It was a weird game. I think part of the reason I wasn't as excited as maybe I should be, I was just that sleepy. I hate to say this, but I grew indifferent with the game. I just wanted it to get over after a while and start looking forward to this one. It was like a Tuesday night baseball game when you're up 11-1 to 1 in about the fifth inning. You know what I'm saying? And then about the – you know there's a chance the other team can come back. But you're also kind of looking – you know, at menus online trying to figure out what you're going to eat when the game is over. You know what I'm saying? I just wasn't in tune to the third and the fourth quarter the other night because I was – now, I wasn't looking to see where I could drive by and eat because everywhere was closed. Yeah, there is that. Yeah. Well, now we go to the desert. Now we play the Arizona Wildcats. You know, that growing up, thinking back to th- those old days and those old 
Arizona teams. Man, there was a lot of tradition out there at Arizona with football. Well, and basketball, baseball, too. I mean, Arizona historically has had a good athletic program, right? It has. I mean, you talk about somebody who ought to be really upset about being 1-10 in 10 or whatever it was a year ago. One win? I never quite understood the Kevin Sumlin hire. No, just guy that just keeps falling upwards. Yeah, must interview extremely well. I could see the Rich Rod, could see it a little bit. And, of course, that was Greg who hired – Rich Rod. Did Greg hire Kevin Sumlin? No, that was that was Hickey, right? Yeah, that was after Greg. Well, anyway, well, we got the Arizona on Saturday night. On the show today, we have a couple guys, a couple of interviews. One is with Jet Johnson, who we'll have next. And Jet Johnson, man, Saturday night was all over the field. Oh, my goodness. Look, he's a good football player, and he's he's playing the best he's ever played. And he's a guy that just, for whatever reason, seems to fit this Zach Arnett system. And then uh, I'll talk with Matt Wyatt. We'll talk about the Hale State Plus that's coming online next week. Go! With the home team. <laughs> and, uh, we'll Matt get is a big Farm Bureau guy now. Absolutely. And big we'll, country-pleasing guy. Big country-pleasing, big Farm Bureau guy. Yeah, we kind of share those things. If you ever listen to Matt's show, he gets, he gets into saying go with the home team. He does. Now, you will say, hey, Farm Bureau's got agents in all 82 counties. Go with the home team. Check them out at favorites. Matt just he, he kind of gets a with a home team. Do I need to emphasize another word? Is it home team? Does it go with a home team? I mean, I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, one, I think about that. We could do that. Agents in all 82 counties. And so, favorites.com for that great Farm Bureau insurance. So, when Charlie and I come back, we'll talk to Jet Johnson, Bulldog linebacker, right after this. You're listening to Out of Left Field, presented by Farm Bureau. Welcome back to Out of Left Field, presented by Farm Bureau. I'm Bart Gregory, along with Charlie Winfield. And here in the Farm Bureau studios, we've got Bulldog linebacker Jet Johnson, who had the great game this past Saturday night against Memphis. And this conversation brought to you by our friends at Trax Plus. Trax Plus with five locations now. Charlie, they, they've added a few members to their staff now. They've got more sales staff now. They've got... They've got guys moving around a little bit. It's kind of like Major League Baseball. We've got the September call-ups now. We're expanding the roster. Expanding the roster on a, in a group that continues to grow. And that just shows you how Tracks Plus continues to grow throughout the state of Mississippi and now into Alabama and Bessemer. And when you look down at Summit, Mississippi, Caleb Pounds has taken over as far as the forestry and construction world. Grace Howell is now the construction sales manager, so Caleb kind of jumping into that role down there in, in Summit, Mississippi. Of course, you got Hoop Weems in Alexandria, Louisiana. We talked about Nathan George over in Bessemer, Alabama, Josh Campbell over there as well. Daniel Bounds and Fred Fulton still over in Columbus, and you've got just a slew of guys down in Hickory right now. In the forestry side is Ken Crosby and Justin Ward. And then the construction side, Andrew Harrison, Drew McGee, Casey Eccles. And then that rental department we talked about, and we've talked about this several times, you can rent these things, mini excavators and things of that nature for the weekend warriors out there like Charlie Winfield, Ryan Mosley, and Chad Tillman, the two guys with the with the rental side of that. And so – Tracks Plus, Barco Equipment for the Foresters, Saney Excavators and Mini Excavators. Got all that great mulching equipment down there. Our good friends at Tracks Plus. Hey, you know, by the way, I have to tell you this. Chad Tillman reached out to me after our last episode and said that he 
wanted to be sure I got proper help before I tried to operate anything. So he's going to train you before you dig the hole? I'm not sure they're going to go with training. I think we may get a staff member here. <laughs> We're not trusting you. In as much as I couldn't get straight the difference between a skid steer and a mini excavator, they decided, you know, actually operating it might be a little much, but they're willing to work with me, so that's good. I think Jet Johnson can operate some equipment. He doesn't need equipment. So let's talk to Bulldog linebacker Jet Johnson. He joins us here in the Farm Bureau studios. Hey, Jet, game one under the belt. Pretty good game for you guys. Yes, sir. Great win. Uh, any win is a good win. And so uh, a good start and on to the next. So before we jump into Arizona and before we talk about what happened this past Saturday, just looking back at you know, coming from Tupelo, Mississippi guy, the thing I think I remember about your recruiting, Dan Mullen recruited you, is that right? Yes, sir, Coach Mullen. And just looking back, you had a split family. I think was, your mom went to Ole Miss, your dad came to stay. Yes, sir. Of course, Tate, your older brother, worked in media relations with us. Yes, and sir. so I, I like to think one of the reasons that, that Jet came to state is the way that we treated, treated Tate in the media relations department. That might have been the biggest obstacle we had to overcome. <laughs> <laughs> but, but looking back at, uh, at your recruitment and coming to start, well, uh, we talk so many times about so many people take recruiting so seriously and about, you know, everybody, one, one group of – of people trying to get you to go to one place and another group of people trying to get you to go to another. But looking back, is Mississippi State kind of where you always had your your heart set or was it really a decision that was a tough decision to make? Yeah, no, absolutely. State's the place I always wanted to go. You know, I always tell people uh, ever since I was a, a little boy, my dad had season tickets here. And so I grew up coming to all the games here and just, just watching the team, you know, run out of the tunnel with the, with the fire and smoke and everything. It just gave me chills every time. And so, ultimately, it really wasn't much of a decision. You know, I took visits and, you know, just to experience the recruiting aspect of everything. But, ultimately, I knew State was where I wanted to be. So, I always say I'm living the dream. And, I mean, it's, that's the truth. So, I'm glad to be here. Jet, we see so many guys in their college careers go somewhere. And if they're not on the field immediately, they're looking to go somewhere else. You're a throwback in some ways in the sense that, you came here, you waited, you got better, you waited some more, you got a little better, and now all of a sudden leading the team in tackles in a game. How satisfying is it to you to have kind of stuck here and gutted it out and made it to this point, and how hard was it? Yeah, I mean, a lot of, you know, lonely nights, lonely days. It's an immediate gratification world we live in. You know, everybody wants a, you know, kind of microwavable success, and everybody wants to talk about, you know, how hard they work and everything, but... You know, ultimately, that's all it takes is just putting your head down, keeping your faith, and just controlling what you can control, uh, the input, and just uh, working hard each and every day, and hopefully there's light at the end of the tunnel. So what's been the biggest thing for you to help you improve? Is it just hard work? Is it a change of system? Is it getting smarter, more educated, learning how to prepare better? You're a different guy than when you got here. What, what do you attribute that to? Yeah, I'd say a little little bit of all that you just mentioned. Uh, this scheme, I think, fits me really well. Uh, I really like Coach Arnett's scheme. I know it very well, and so I'm able to take some of the thinking out and just uh, be instinctive player and play fast. You know, film study has been a huge thing. I feel like my, my body composition has changed a lot. You know, we have a great uh, uh, strength staff here with Coach Tyson and, and those guys. And so I think it's just, a you know, a factor of four or five different things that's really helped with my success. We talked to Austin Williams a couple of weeks ago, and we talked to Emmanuel Forbes last week, and, and two guys that have been around this program now for a long time, and, and you're the same way. But we also talked about when they came in as freshmen, 
you talk about the speed of the game, but as a, as a linebacker, you're also dealing with the toughness of the game as well. What was the biggest acclamation that you had to make? Was it speed of the game or was it the strength of the game? Uh, I would say it's speed first. When you first start playing, the speed of the game is just it's so fast. And when you get out there, your head's kind of racing and spinning, trying to think about all your different assignments and techniques, alignment and everything. And then once you kind of get the speed of the game down, you kind of get in your head and be like, all right, let's play. Uh, then it becomes the, the physical aspect of it. No, because obviously the SEC is is kind of big boy football, and so I'd say speed first, and the physicality is 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 next. So along the physicality, we all know now the game has changed, and Charlie and I talk about all the time about the good old boy syndrome. Back we you know when we played football, and this is how we did. We got one water break and all that. Let me ask you this question: as far as the physicality of the game and how much you guys are limited in practice now, do you think that it makes it tougher on a defensive guy who has to go out? 12 times a year, under the lights, making tackles. Because I look at what you guys did the other night. You didn't miss tackles. How hard is it to work on tackling when you can't tackle a whole lot in practice? Yeah, it is tough. It is tough. You know, you only get a few live opportunities during fall camp to actually go to the ground. And so, uh, obviously, taking advantage of those is huge. Coach Arnett does a great job of making sure we practice physical. He, you know, like you mentioned, the old school type stuff. He has that old school mentality, and so he finds ways to work on for us to work on tackling without tackling, whether it's the sled or you know uh, some sort of bag dummy or something. And so he has that old school mentality where 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 we find ways to work on on tackling. I look at this linebacker core, and I think it's got a chance to be as good as any in the league. I look at the guys lining up beside you, Nathaniel Watson, Tyrus Wheat. Those are some pretty dang good football players. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you like about those guys. Yeah, those guys are incredible. Obviously, it shows with their play. Buki, you know, Nathaniel, we call him Buki. He, he passes the eye test. Obviously, he's a big guy, looks great, plays very hard, plays fast, and he's very smart, very football savvy. He makes a lot of the checks and gets people lined up. He knows the what the secondary is doing, uh, the D-line is doing. And so uh, that's able, you know, to help him play uh, very fast. And then um, Tyrus is just a specimen. He was like, I don't know if it was All-American preseason, but he's an incredible football player. He's very smart as well. Uh, Works hard day in and day out. Kind of a quieter guy, just goes about his business. Just those guys are incredible. I'm very fortunate to have them beside me. Looking in front of you, too, we talk about the defensive front this year, having Jordan Davis back, and you, you look in you know, nose guard just around that defensive front, and Charlie and I talk all the time about you know, one of the things that helps linebackers out so much is not having offensive linemen get a hat on them, and those guys do a pretty good job of taking up guys. 100%. Yeah, you couldn't have said it better. They, A lot of times when I get a tackle, I'm just reaping the benefits of my defensive line's hard work, uh, you know, with – Cam and Crumity and uh, Randy and Jordan, all those guys, they're so hard to block. They play so hard. They take up three, four offensive linemen, you know, just about every play. So a lot of times us linebackers are just reaping the benefits of, of their hard work. So they're incredible. So you mentioned a minute ago making checks on defense. Mm-hmm. Who who on the defense is in charge of making those checks? Because uh, I, I saw a point in the game – the day where you and Nathaniel both kind of pointing at each other, telling each other something. What's the communication like, and where does it start? Uh, it starts with inside linebackers. Um, we kind of we make sure the uh, the front is set. You know, whatever communication that may be. Then the back end kind of does their checks. But uh, 
you know, we can we kind of make sure they're good as well with the, getting the calls and the checks and, and everything like that. So it kind of uh, facilitates through us. You think of checks at linebacker and, you know, how the game used to be played and now everybody's at the line of scrimmage. Nobody huddles anymore. Just how fast you have to make those checks at the line of scrimmage, that has to be just a crazy sequence because you're getting the call from the sideline then you're making your checks at the line. How much studying has to go into that? When do you feel comfortable is it Wednesday? Is it Thursday? How much film are you guys watching? Yeah, no, you're right. Especially with us, with all the movement stunts we do and stuff, we see a lot of tempo to try to, you know, try to uh, eliminate kind of some of the stuff we do and uh, make us a little bit more vanilla. But, yeah, with with this tempo and this style of offense as we go against, is it's hard to, you know, get the call, make all the checks, and kind of know your job and responsibility just within seconds. And so um, I would say probably by – Tuesday, Wednesday, we're kind of still making adjustments, uh, figuring out the offenses and everything. So by Thursday, we're getting pretty comfortable. And then Friday, you know, we have the walkthroughs and, and things like that. That's kind of when you are like, all right, I think we got it now. Let's roll. Different travel situation for us. Be playing a, a game. I suppose we got a little practice playing late at night. We'll have to do that. Any special adjustments you have to make to, to get ready to play a late game like that? Or being a college guy, you kind of awake at that time anyway. Yeah. I think I saw what Coach Leach said in his interview yesterday. He was like, yeah, the first thing you do is try to play a game, your first game in a lightning delay, you know, and have a two-hour delay. So I think that <laughs> that's pretty good there. We're up at that time usually anyway, and so we'll try not to think about it too much. So when you guys – like one question I've always wondered is, you know, baseball, basketball, the team is always together. In football, you tend to be split a lot. Offense on one side, defense on other. Do you ever get a chance during the game to watch our offense? Yeah, once we're done with our defensive adjustments and we come off, I like to get up and kind of move around, and so I like to watch those guys. A lot of times, some of the defensive players just kind of stay and get off their feet, but I, I like to move around and stuff, so I can't speak for everybody, but yeah, I like to I like to get up and watch, kind of stay in the flow of the game. I guess one more question, but then I'll let you go, and you um, started your career under Bob Shoup and now playing linebacker under Zach Arnett, and you talked a moment ago about how you can just play. It his, is. his defense has to be fun to play in. Yes, sir, very fun to play in. I think a lot of that is because we love the guy, you know. Uh, we want to play for him. We want to play hard for him. And so uh, his defense is, is great to play. It's it's fairly simple, so it takes some of the thinking out and where you can just uh, be an instinctive, reactive football player and play fast, physical, and aggressive. So love his system. Hey, man, appreciate you. Good to see you. Yes, sir. Thank Proud you of you. Thank you. Thank ever, you for having me. Ever want to be a steer wrestler? I <laughs> know, sir. Uh-uh. Big dudes like you. That's what I told Charlie the other day on Sunday Coffee. We had our show on Sunday. I was like, you know, he, he got out there and he just locked those guys up. It looked like a steer wrestler. Just, oh, that's just funny. Took yeah. them down in a hurry. Hey, I'll take it. That may be the future. He barks from Winston County. That's a big compliment down there. Oh, that's a, okay. That's yeah. a real if big compliment. If you're a compliment. steer wrestler, you've done something. Perfect. Glad to hear it. I'll take it for sure. <laughs> got to jump off that horse in a hurry. Yes, sir. Hey, good to see you. Thank you. Thank you all. Bulldog linebacker Jet Johnson. Charlie, boy, he had a good game Saturday night. Boy, he uh, he brought it a couple of times too, didn't he? I mean, there are hits, and then there are hits that get attention. He got some attention. He got some gleam in his eye right there when I asked him if he wanted to be a steer wrestler. I'm telling you. He was thinking about it, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. I, I don't think that had entered his mind until I brought it up. I don't think he was sure it was a compliment until later. We had to reassure kinda, him there. Yeah, all right. And that conversation with Jet Johnson brought to you by our friends at Trax Plus. Trax Plus, remember, five locations, three in the state of Mississippi. You've got uh, Summit, Mississippi, 
Hickory, Mississippi, and then between Starville and Columbus, and then in Alexandria, Louisiana, and now Bessemer, Alabama, our good friends at Tracks Plus. Well, when we come back, had a chance to sit down and talk to Matt Wyatt to talk about the new Hail State Plus coming up on the horizon and also his thoughts on Mississippi State and Arizona. On the other side of the break, you're listening to Out of Left Field, presented by Farm Bureau. Welcome back to Out of Left Field, presented by Farm Bureau. I'm Bart Gregory, along with Charlie Winfield. Well, Charlie's made a mad dash out the room right now. Matt Wyatt's joining us. I think you offended him in some way, Matt. Well, I've been out working today, and I'm sweaty. I may smell bad, and maybe that's why he left. Did, were you, you've been at, like, basketball practice, right? I did go to basketball practice, yeah. It's and pretty that, cool to watch those guys get after it, isn't it? Man, that was something else. Yeah. I mean, you know, you think about some the, the scene where – Somebody in the stands at a tennis match, and their head is just going back and forth and back and forth. That's like that's watching a Chris Jens basketball practice. Is you got to get your head on a swivel just to follow the action. I mean, it's intense and loud and fast paced, and I mean, I'm, you know, it, it kind of exhausts you just watching it. It's kind of like it's you're watching it and fast forward. <laughs> yeah. So this uh, conversation brought to you by our friends at Country Pleasing Sausage Country Meat Packers, done on Highway 49 and. Florence, Mississippi, producing that great country-pleasing sausage. You still eating the sausage about every morning? I am, and right now I'm on green onion. Are you? The last time I went, I bought jalapeno and cheddar, which is what I always buy and always eat, especially in the mornings. It's almost like a wake-up call. Right. A little sweat on my head. Yep. (laughs) But uh, this time I bought green onion with it. I have found, too, like I live in Tupelo. We have several grocery stores. We've got a Kroger. We've got a a local Brooks grocer, they all carry uh, Country Pleasing. Our Walmart, we have two Walmarts, well, really three, including the Walmart Market. I haven't been into that one, but the two bigger Walmarts have a huge selection of flavors. Here, too. Here Same in Starville, too. Yeah, massive. And you know what they're doing now? And I know you probably talked to Henry, too, is they're doing catering now. I didn't know that. They're doing a massive amount of catering now. And so, like, if you need ribs for 500 people ribs. or if you need whatever – they can do it for you, yeah. which is absolutely nuts. And the, the butcher shop down there, you've been down there several times. Oh, my times. goodness. It it's is. A, it's unbelievable. Okay, so. so, like, my wife will go into a bakery to get cookies or cupcakes or something, and she'll say, this is what heaven's going to smell like. No. No. <laughs> heaven's going to smell like country meat packers down there in uh, Florence. That's it is. What gonna smell it like. is. We can, hey, we can talk about Henry and country pleasing all day, but let's uh, all right. look back at Saturday. For all intents and purposes, I thought you look at that game – and I you think know, thirty-five to three, and then you know, Charlie and I talked about this Sunday, and he was asking me how I felt, and I was like, you know, I actually feel really good. I, th- I thought everything the defense played well the first half was overwhelming to Memphis. We did a good job offensively moving the football early in the game, jumped out on top, kind of jumped on them. You know, you really didn't have a chance to see anything in the special teams, but f- man, I th- I just thought overall that was as good as you could hope for for an opener. I I thought so too, Bart, for the most part, and you know. After the game, Mike Leach, he said that. He said, I thought for an opener, we played well, you know, because sometimes you don't know in the opener. And one thing I've learned to do is to listen to that guy because he he doesn't – there's a lot of times he'll give you the, the dead-level truth of what happened and what went on, but he does it in such a laid-back, subtle way in the press, you almost think it's coach speak. If you listen closely and go watch, he's telling you exactly what happened in these in these games. And – with that, Coach Leeds was like, yeah, was, you know, 
for an opener, I thought we played really well. And he's not a he didn't go in there and just hand out compliments like they're lollipops either. And and even for individuals. I mean he goes in there and says, I'm not sure I've ever had a quarterback played any better in an opener than Will did. I mean And then Will sitting there saying, Man, I left a lot out there on the field. Well, well and you, you, you can think, see it. And you think that when you're doing such a high volume. Well, and when you're Will and you know, your check down that's gonna make fifteen yards gets batted down, right? He missed Wally on the deep ball. Yes. Right? That's going to be a 65, 70-yard touchdown, but he didn't put enough air under it. And so he's thinking about those things. And anybody, I don't care whether it's, you know, youth football to high school to college to the NFL. If you play quarterback, the things you remember are the negatives. Those are the things that stick with you. Okay? You remember the negatives more than the positives, and that's just the way it is. So – now, everybody else remembers the positives, thank goodness. Okay. Except social media. Sometimes they remember. Well, what I'm saying is <laughs> yeah, by the time you get to be 45 years old like me. Oh, yeah. People remember the positives. <laughs> like, <laughs> if I listened to y'all, you'd think I was any good. But I wasn't. Okay, I remember the negatives. Will goes in the postgame immediately. He's got his head screwed on right. He's he's not thinking about all the throws. That, you know, like that touchdown to J-Rob at the end. He'll never have an easier touchdown catch in his life than that one. That was a busted coverage. The corner stayed up. The safety didn't come over. And, I mean, he didn't even run hard. And we just lofted it up to the – well, Will's not going in there patting himself on the back because he threw a touchdown to J-Rob. He's looking at the reality going, they busted. Anybody would have thrown that. Really? Yeah. He's going, man, we throw six, seven touchdowns. We go for 550 yards passing. If I hit that one, I hit that one, I hit that one. <laughs> I mean, that's just the nature of the position, so – to his credit, actually. When you throw it that many times, looking back, the thing, and I hate to say this was a surprise, but we only had four drops yeah. in a game. How much of that, and I think a lot of it is, you know, the quarterback putting it in the right spot. But I tell you what, when you start looking at, you know, you talk about you run, the basketball team running back and forth and going fast pace in practice. That's kind of how these receivers do every single day. And so it's amazing when you talk to those guys, when you get out on a game field, it's just the same old, same old. They don't get their heart rate up and right. because they're used to just running and running and running and running. And all of a sudden they're catching pass after pass after pass, and they just carried it over to, to Saturday night. It's just the offense. You throw it, I catch it. That's what we do. With one eye covered and a hand in our pocket, we still throw and catch. That's what we do, right? So – you just see that execution. Everybody expects to get the ball if the read comes to them. That's so. When you have a when an off when an offense creates that, then everybody's on alert. Every quarterback, every potential pass catcher is on alert. It may hit me in a face mask if I'm not having my head around right because the the nature of the offense is going to get the ball to me. Then you add in, we got a third year quarterback, and every day in practice it's the same way. If the defense makes the read come to me. I get the ball. It's not a matter of, hey, I'm open, throw me the ball. Hey, I don't get enough touch. If the defense covers you, you ain't getting it. <clears throat> but if the read should come to you, you're going to get the ball. Looking at this week, and so you go to Arizona, a team that has not had a whole lot of success in the last few years, and then in their opener, they go to San Diego State and play extremely well. This is going to be their home opener. It's going to be a late-night game. At 10,000 feet, and, you know, you've been around sports for a long time, and, and I see baseball teams do it a lot, and, of course, we've done it some in football as well. It just seems to me like it's more difficult for teams to go east to west 
than west to east. Am I wrong for saying that? What do you mean, like on our field? No, I'm talking about going from <laughs> – exactly. If you go east and west, you want to run it back, run it north and south. But it, it, it seems no. like there's always teams – the teams out of the east that have to go west yeah. have a, a harder time acclimating to going west. Well, you think about what? We went to BYU a few years ago. Yeah. Play a night game, take it to overtime. Really had a better team than them. Uh, right. Maybe – Maybe outside. they had a good quarterback, but you lose that game in overtime. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, and, and then the other thing, is too, is it's such a rarity to have to fly your team three hours on an airplane outside of a, you know, a bowl game. It just doesn't happen very much. So, you know, you'll take off, and three hours later you land. That's a long flight for a team. Most of, most of the flights are an hour, hour and a half, sometimes less. So, um, yeah, maybe there's something to that. You know, elevation changes, temperatures change, humidity changes. And so, you know, maybe it's different. I know this. I know those players for Utah were sweaty down there in Gainesville, <laughs> Florida this past weekend and lost a game by one, too. So it can be maybe both ways. But, um, yeah, and, you know, there's several things about it. One, it's so far. Two, you know, they have all these transfers. They're kind of new, right? They are. They are improved from last year, but they're also very different from last year. You do have one game of film. We're the same. Yeah, you can you can study fifteen years of the air raid and it's us. <laughs> okay, so you know, and then and then ten o'clock Central Time, eight out there play late. So um, maybe maybe playing late into the wee hours this past weekend was a little bit of a blessing. Also, probably affects us more than it does a twenty year old guy. No question. That's the thing. <laughs> Somebody asked me that this week, Bart. They were like, "Okay, so the plan is if anything goes according to plan." We will arrive back to campus here from our trip to Arizona. We'll get back to campus and get in our cars and go home at 7 a.m. on Sunday morning if everything goes according to plan. And so I was like, man, that's going to be tough. Huh? It'll take you, man, it'll take you a day just to recover. Well, two things about that. Yes. Three days. Yeah, normally. For me, though, no, I don't have time to recover because we're launching Hell State Plus next week. <laughs> so there ain't no recovery time. But – 20, 19, 20-year-olds, 20 they'll go home at 7. They'd stay up all night anyway. I know we don't like to think it. <laughs> Some of those guys that are out there playing, they didn't get no sleep. They yeah. stayed up all night long. Hey, you mentioned Hell State Plus, and that's kind of why I want to talk, is net launching next week. For the people who haven't you know, followed what's going on, and exactly what are you guys doing with the Hell State Plus? Hell State Plus is going to be an online platform with lots and lots and lots of different types of content behind the scenes and all access in a way that we haven't actually had it as a fan base before. And it's going to be not just one sport, be lots of sports, and it's not going to be just a short period of time. It's going to be ongoing and ongoing and ongoing year-round and forever. Where one place that you can go and really sort of dive into some behind the scenes of what it's like, what it's going on. And by the nature of this content, we can sort of, you know, take a little bit longer period of time to go tell a story about a player or a team or a week leading up to a game than some of the other production folks here who are turning things out so quickly for social media. Does that make sense? So when someone goes to Hell State Plus when it launches next week, you're going to see all kinds of stuff from long-form behind-the-scenes vlog-type uh, content, uh, you know, with, with football practices and coaches in their offices and, you know, all these different things 
to shorter form, all access stuff with, you know, Coach Jan's mic'd up at practice, what a practice is like with him when he's wearing a microphone. Um, Coach Dennis at volleyball, what it's like when she's mic'd up at a game, some of the shorter form. You're going to have um, the opportunity to kind of listen to people in one-on-one interviews, players, coaches. Um, we'll have a channel on that uh, platform that is going to be sort of a deep dive on X's and O's. And since we're in football season, we're launching in football season, a lot of the film room content will be football for now until we get into other seasons. Um, but like, for instance, um, we, we filmed with Coach Spurrier um, yesterday looking back at some of the touchdown catches in the Memphis game. So we go in a team room and we're watching film on the big board, you know, and and I made the comment to him. I said, look, Caleb Ducking right here, Coach, we're watching this play. He runs by the corner, and when he turns to look for the ball, he's still out running the guy. He's not even running hard. The guy still can't catch him. You know, and I'm trying to be smart. Coach Spurrier says as we're filming, he goes, pause for a minute, and he goes, yeah, it's always best when your uh, receiver's faster than the defense. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> you kind of see what these guys are like in their element. So that's just to name a few. And then there's going to be an opportunity for our fans on the platform, too, to go back and enjoy a lot of older, archived, historical-type events. We are and will be continuing to work on some, some long-form documentary-type st- stuff, but that takes time to produce it and get it finished, and we really started this effort uh, just at the beginning of August. seems to me like when you watch you know, Saturday morning on SEC Network or – our game day, and, and you see them highlighting a game that's kind of behind the scenes. And, you know, every now and then, maybe every two months on the SEC network, you may see something Mississippi State-wise. And, and this is not a knock. I mean, they're trying to cover 14 schools. That's right. But this, to me, seems like, and I may be oversimplifying this, this is just our stuff, the same form of saying, hey, as a Mississippi State fan, man, I'd love to see more of that. Mm-hmm. This is what you got. That's right. You know, as opposed to – waiting with bated breath on a, another program just to see if Mississippi State is mentioned or included. This is our stuff all the time for us, done by us, about us. And uh, that. so it's. I think, you know, uh, I think our fan base is really going to enjoy seeing that. And it's, you know, here we are in 2022. We're at a time when, that access is available, and this is how we're going to make it available to our fan base, so they can they can see what Coach Mike Leach is like in his office. They can see what what he's got in his pockets and his cargo <laughs> shorts when he when yeah, he's in practice. Half of an apple, you know. <laughs> we can we can see a what, burrito, yeah, or a burrito from yesterday. We can see what Coach Washington is like in a meeting room with his running backs. You know, um, we can see what it's like in the equipment room. You know, you can kind of get a, a a peek behind the curtain on this on travel and sort of operations and other people who are involved. And, but really, even most importantly, our athletes, you know, um, that are a lot of times they're sort of hidden behind that stardom of being a player on our team, right? And there's this distance between us as a fan base and them as a performer. They're behind the helmet or behind the uniform. And this is, gives you a chance to really get to know them on a personal level. Even though you're not in the room, it's kind of like you are. Hail State Plus. Hail State Plus. HailState.com slash plus launches on the 15th. Hey, man, looking forward to it. Thank you. Matt Wyatt, in this conversation brought to you by our friends at Country Pleasing Sausage, Country Meat Packers, made right here in the state of Mississippi. Country Pleasing Sausage. You can go to all those grocers and don't forget they're doing they're, – they're catering now. So call the offices down at Country Meat Packers. Matt, uh, 
Hey, real quick. I always said, remember like the old, was it, it wasn't MTV Cribs. It was like Big Brother, st- stuff like that, where everybody, you had the room where everybody could go in and do the interview, and that's where they did the cutting <laughs> of the back. And oh, I yeah. can't believe that guy did that. I always said that we needed to have a TV show like the program around here. And then when you go in the closet, you would be no time. But we missed the opportunity with guys like Phil Silva and Richard Aikens <laughs> and all of because there's no telling what they would oh, say about everybody goodness. else. Again. Can you imagine Phil Silva if we told him, Phil, you just go in there and shut the door behind yourself and speak into that cam- camera to speak your mind? Oh, Can you imagine? I it mean, would gold. Awesome. It would be gold. <laughs> I mean, anyway. Hey, enjoyed it as always. Same here. Charlie and I will come back. We'll have a final word here on this week's Out of Left Field presented by Farm Bureau. Welcome back. Final segment of Out of Left Field presented by Farm Bureau. I'm Bart Gregory along with Charlie Winfield. Getting you out of here on a Out of Left Field show. Appreciate our friends over at WFCA 107.9 in French Camp once again, airing the show each and every week throughout the North Mississippi. Charlie, hey, man, you know, Jet was awesome. Good to talk to Jet. Matt, I'm kind of excited to see that new venture come up with uh, Hail State Plus, and so uh, you'll find out more about that next week with the Hail State Plus. But at the end of the day, hey, a big game this week. Stayed on the road in Tucson, playing Arizona, going out west. Uh, uh, you just hit on something. That's the going out west. How many times have we said in basketball or baseball it's tough to go west and play? Yeah, and I, was, I just talked to Matt about that, and, you know, it's just different. It's just weird. And we've been around – you've been around it. I've been around it. Matt's been around it. When you're around teams that go east to west, you know, it's just – it's a different feel when you get out there. I don't know if it's just the jet lag or what it is. What it is. Well, still, no excuses, Bart. No excuses. We've said that before, hadn't we? So, is this the – is this the same – is this the same level of no excuses as we had last year in Memphis? No. I don't think – look, Arizona's a proud tradition, proud program. They've been down, but it's a new year. Uh, you just got to see how it unfolds, man. New coaching. First road trip, and it's going to be a different kind of road trip where you're flying so far, and so that's that's one thing to watch for. Of course, on Friday, we'll have our deep dig. Friday deep dig, that's tomorrow. And uh, we'll get you ready for Mississippi State and Arizona, and then the game, of course, on Saturday night, 10 o'clock. we got volleyball right now, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And we got volleyball later tonight. And then tomorrow night, and then I've got volleyball Saturday getting before the pregame show. And so it's that time of year where you got a lot of different sports going on right now. Volleyball's off to a 5-0 start. Did you know that, Charlie? I did know that. They you, beat your Notre Dame Fighting Irish a couple of weeks ago. They did, and I was proud of that. You know, I said Arizona new coach. It, it's second year. Yeah, still, I guess, he's still, I still like. I don't know. When do you quit being a new coach? I mean, did you hold last year against a guy? We held year one against Leach, kind of, didn't we? Well, when you have a really it's bad loss. Base. It may be the first game. If you have a really bad coach, sometimes it's <laughs> a really know. bad loss. Sometimes it's like, well, okay. Maybe two. Been here for a while. Well, kind of Brian Kelly, right? Really yeah. bad loss to get things going. I mean, you think back to that Florida loss the first year under Joe. I mean. Yeah, it kind of got some attention. It did. Hey, by the way, this weekend they've got something cool in the city of Starville. And we always talk about Starville, Mississippi's college town. My wife will enjoy this. This is the week where you get to take your dog to the pool. Do you know about this? No. Yeah, so it's a fundraiser for the Humane Society. You can go over to Moncrief Park, 10 to noon tomorrow, and it is basically before they drain the pool, it's basically dog paddle day, man. 
You get to take your dogs out there. Are you a dog person? I've got outdoor dogs. Okay. Well, and they're good dogs. Yeah. I have really good. There's a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people out there who don't have good dogs. It is the 12th annual dog paddle. So it's kind of cool. Other stuff going on. It's the not good market. if your dog can't swim. Well, there is that. Do have the community market going on, first responders, 5K all this weekend. Hey, one of the things we've talked about, the Bulldog Initiative, I'm excited to do. We're going to start doing some features about the city of Starville, hit up the Cotton District all over town. And that's one of the things we want to do is promote the town and the community. So really excited about working with the city of Starville on some of those things. And you can look at all those great things, the Bulldog Initiative, at Bulldog NIL. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Well, you can go to... You can go to bulldoginitiative.com, or you can type in bulldognil.com. It'll send you the same place. Oh, really? You can okay. catch them on Twitter, too. That's cool. Hey, good conversations with uh, Jet Johnson and Matt today, and uh, we'll get you ready for tomorrow. Jump into that deep dig. Quick question for you. Okay. Leading tackler this weekend, you want Jet Johnson or the field? Meaning I, if you could have Jet or everybody else, which deal you want? Um, well... I take – I'm going to take the field this week. Okay. I'm going to take the field this week. I think they're going to plan everything around number 44. There we go. They're, 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 they're running away from They're going to run it away from him this <laughs> there week. There we go. So, anyway, hey, appreciate you guys hanging out with us this week. Once again, thanks to our great sponsors. Farm Bureau, go with the home team at Farm Bureau. Tracks Plus, Tracks Plus with five locations now, adding that Bessemer, Alabama location. you got a good friends at Country Pleasing Sausage and Country Meat Packers. And once again, uh, start with Mississippi's College Town, the Bulldog Initiative, and our good friends at Bank First. Go to bankfirstfs.com for all your lending needs. For Charlie Winfield, I'm Bart Gregory. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us here on Out of Left Field, presented by Farm Bureau.